You're listening to the Some Other Useless Podcast with Richard Wigand. Got a problem with it? Why don't you do something about it? Yes, hello there, everybody. I am Richard Wigan, and this is the Some Other Useless Podcast, and I have the right to my own opinion. You have the right to yours. We've talked about the amendments in the past, freedom of speech, freedom of religion, but what really is odd is that not only do we have the rights to say whatever we want, whatever you say can override what I say, and vice versa. Because of such things as protests and petitions. Protests seem to be a little more violent. They don't really try to be, but it's a whole controversial subject on, on its own. How far are you, are you willing to get your point across? That's, on, that's not what we're going to discuss today. What I want to talk about is petitions in the respect of, like, if I, if I said something really, really inappropriate or really wrong on this show, and the show really got into trouble, everybody has the right to take me down. So it becomes, well, I use my freedom of speech to say what I said. You're using your powers that were given to you to take me down. Because in society, we try to have a moral compass. If you are an actor, filmmaker, artist of any kind, you need to set the standard for the future. If you want to inspire others, if you want to become role models, other occupations can have role models very easily. But when it comes to people in the mainstream who really put themselves out there, they can tiptoe around their ideas that kind of go controversial, if that's what you choose to do. I think I mentioned in the show where when people go back on something they said, you have the right to say whatever you want, but if something catches you by surprise, you have the right to fight against it. Petitions are interesting to me because I don't really know... Sometimes they just act like they're just there as a filler. You know, now they, there are sites that you can sign up and start a petition for certain sites to have petitions against sites. <laughs> you know, if you're against Facebook, if you're against any kind of form of social media, there's petitions out there for that. Your favorite TV show gets polled. There's petitions to support the show. If there are shows out there that are inappropriate or deemed unsuitable for some audiences, there's petitions to take those down. So petitions can be positive, and they can be negative. And if they're negative, they're trying their best to get back to being positive. But what stops an artist from creating if they have these guidelines that they have to follow. I've never done anything that required anybody to make a petition on me. And it seems like in this day and time, is that what I'm trying to strive for? I've always looked at it like I'd rather be more successful than popular. You could be both, but you could be more of the other if you are both. 
just because you're popular out there and people are talking about you, it doesn't mean necessarily you're successful. You know, you can count all the people in the world you know that don't succeed at everything they do, but they're popular. My experience with petitions, not really a whole lot. I, I think I've signed a few, but sometimes people just want to sign something, put their signature on it, and feel like they're part of something. In fact, that's the name of one of the petitions, I think, is change.org. Because that's what the idea of the petition is, to change things for the better, right? And then you have your groups out there that, if there are sitcoms or dramas on TV that are too violent, or too full of sexual content, for unable for children's viewing, there are groups out there that instantly, instantly thrive on taking that down. But then it goes back to freedom of speech. I have the right to say what I want. I have the right to create things. We don't have really the right to say whatever we want. You can't say whatever you want on TV. There's something called the FCC, the Federal Communica uh, Communications Commission, who steps in and say you can't say certain things. You can't get by with certain things on television, national television. These days, more and more cable trying to be a little more explicit your before cable your um, cheap kind of cable not your premium channels they over the years have been getting more and more pushing the boundaries of what they can do once you get into the mainstream of national television yeah you just can't get on there and say whatever you want we live in such a negative world hard to stay positive all the time. You can ignore the politics. You can ignore a lot of things. But it's getting to the point where a lot of the stuff is hard to ignore. So what do you do? Create a petition and think that you're doing something good. I don't really know a whole lot of petitions that get fulfilled. I think a lot of times these studios go, hmm, really? Like I remember one time that uh, a TV show that I liked was uh, Good Omens. Highly controversial, highly religious. They thought it was sacrilegious. You know, you're talking about God and the devil and all this stuff. And petitions were started to take down the show. And they were protesting against Netflix. These, these groups of people were thought that they were doing all for the good of creating a petition to take down the show that was on Netflix. But only one small problem. It wasn't on Netflix. They created the petition to the wrong studio. So that just goes to show that they really, really didn't do their full research on somebody. They probably thought, I, I've heard of this show that's doing this. we got to do what we can to get the show to not go on air. Well, it's not going to go on air. It's going to go on Amazon Prime. How about that? Because uh, these days, your TV is now like a, a huge, giant menu. Like a DVD menu. You're in control of what you see. You turn it off anytime you want. There's plenty of things out there to watch besides that. But people still, for the good of the world, they want to take down these shows they feel are inappropriate. So they create a petition. I remember years ago, there was a girl that started a petition that was trying to save a show, and the stars of the show reacted. You know, that, that's, what, that's the kind of world you can live in. If a, if a petition draws enough attention from the actors themselves, 
your, your petition goes viral, you have what? A better chance of your petition actually working? Again, I don't have any reports on the petition actually working. Maybe they do. You don't really hear a lot about that. I, I hear more about petitions. There's petitions to always remove people from shows. There's there was a petition that circulated. They got a number of signatures to try to take down Meghan McCain off the View. I read this article about it, and the and you look up the petition, and it was a year old. Just now, there was just then getting attention. Again, you have your beliefs, and then there's somebody out there that says, "No, we don't want you to do that." So be careful what you say. Be careful what you do out there. If you do your job in a way where people don't want you at that position, they could take you down. I say get rid of the bad people, of course. Petitions are can be good. If somebody's on a show that's sexually harassing people and they still have these shows in existence, there's a show in particular that I know is still on the air of a guy who kind of had a situation. Bull, which is a bunch of bull that the show is on, the show is still on, and the response of the guy who was the head of CBS or something, and even the head of the guy at CBS wasn't trustworthy, but this is somebody else that was one of the showrunners or something. His defense of Bull was, you know, our audience we know is, is not attracted to that, and whatever's going on with that situation hasn't deterred them. Our numbers aren't going down because of that, so, so the show's still on. So people pick and choose. I have no idea if there's a petition out there to take the show down. I don't have the energy to do that. I don't watch the show. I don't care to bring down the star of the show, Michael Weatherly. If I had it in me to bring it down, great. But I don't. It's not worth it. Petitions aren't worth my time. I see some things come across. I used, I used to in the past on Twitter, I would sign, yeah, I'll sign it in and I'll share a tweet and I'll do all that. See where that gets me? I don't know what happens. I don't really care. But it goes back to artists. Always think about that. Petitions that target artists. What is an artist, though? Everybody wants to be an artist. Everybody wants to be an actor. Technically, if you see everybody with their cameras in their hands, if they're not writing, they're performing. They're some kind of entertainer. Everybody wants to entertain these days. You can use whatever platform you choose, and you can go back and forth with choosing what platform works for you of, of the other platforms you want to take down. Like I said, petitions to take down the other ones. No, no energy for that. There's, there's companies out there that I am against that have wronged me. They're gone. <laughs> I can't make petitions against people that aren't there. So I guess for the better, they're gone. So the reason why I want to start talking about petitions is there's this article about the latest movie of Michael Myers, Halloween Kills. And what is very interesting about this petition, and this is all based off the trailer. The movie comes out, I think, this weekend. should be out by the, record, by the end of this recording. By the time this show comes out, the movie should be out. So somebody who has created a petition based off the trailer. What do they see in this trailer? I guess the scene is Michael Myers is in a house that is on fire. And there are other characters involved in the fire. Michael Myers is a killer. 
I don't know if anybody knew that. Spoiler alert, he's a killer. He's not a, he's not a good guy. He, his face may look like William Shatner, but he's not a good guy. Shout out to William Shatner. So the scene is, this house is on fire, and supposedly there are firefighters in there saving the lives of these people. Trying to save lives of the characters. And I think at one time, saves Michael Myers? I don't know. Based off the description of this person's petition, it sounds like the firefighters save Michael Myers, but Michael Myers lets the firefighters die in the fire. Okay? That's the controversial setup. There's actually a separate po uh, petition, because this petition against the scene, they want the scene removed. There's another petition to leave it in. And apparently that one has more signatures. That'd be your Halloween fans, you know? If you're going to be against something, everybody has a right to be offended. If it, if it gets to their core, they feel like, because we, we live in the social media world, well, if I have my opinion, I'm going to amplify my opinion ten times, a thousand times bigger than it's supposed to be. I'll put it out there. Okay. But at the same time, you're... You're stopping somebody's, I won't call it Halloween art, but it's a movie, so, you know, it's somebody's creation. And however how the scene was depicted, you know, the controversy is this person doesn't like seeing firefighters die. That's what the root of it all is. And one of the things also is they don't like that the firefighters... Like I said, I think save Michael Myers, and then he lets the firefighters die anyways. For one thing, I'm not into the Halloween movies. I wasn't into horror movies for a lot of part of my life. But I got into Nightmare on Elm Street a little bit. Somehow caught up on that. And I saw Freddy vs. Um, Jason. So I know Jason is a type character that never dies. He's a supernatural character. He never dies. Michael Myers somehow is also this kind of character that always pops up. There's no way to take him down. In all forms of, I don't know how many movies they've done, there's no way to take him down. So to make the um, opinion or statement that the firefighters saved Michael Myers, you can't save Michael Myers from dying if he I mean I don't know if that was going to be how he went or not but obviously not he lets the firefighters die and probably walks through the fire I don't know I haven't seen it so they want the scene removed and the person says that they were a, they, they were wanting to be a firefighter and they I think it has to do with the kids they don't want their kids seeing this stuff a lot of this stuff would be pretty traumatic and if this happened around 9-11 this imagery would not exist at all. You would not even have a firefighter in a movie depicted in any kind of supernatural movie. It was sensitive to have the World Trade Center on TV shows that existed. It was sensitive to have movies about the World Trade Center. But there were. Or little incidental things in the background. I know there's such thing as PTSD. But if you go into Halloween kills and you have PTSD, 
maybe horror movies isn't your thing. You know? I wouldn't feel like it's relatable as a horror movie. These supernatural movies like It, this stuff isn't going to happen. So fantasy stuff, if you see a giant clown head on a spider body, that's not going to happen. So it's, it's very highly unlikely that it should scare you so much that you think that this is real. Unless you have PTSD of spiders and clowns and it's just combined and just it makes you create your own image in your head and you've ruined yourself. Horror movies, if they're not based on true stories, because there, there could be those, if they're not based on true stories, you find something relatable in a horror movie and that's what scares you. Seeing firefighters go down in a fire can be traumatizing. But the question is, should the scene be removed? I would like to see the scene in full, in its full entirety, how it's depicted. You know, things are so sensitive with cops and firemen these days, and one can only assume that the reason why they want this scene removed without even saying anything, it could be political. It could be this thing where, now why did Michael Myers have to go and kill these firefighters? Is the... Are the filmmakers trying to say that firefighters can be taken down? Firefighters risk their lives all the time, and Michael Myers is going to kill the people? For one thing, Michael Myers is going to kill anything. I don't need to see any of the movies to not know that. I can only guess he's had some horrific killings. I'm more familiar with what Freddy Krueger has done. He's not a good guy. There's lots of things tagged to images that he's, that he's created that are traumatizing. But nobody ever says, you know, when they see a face come out of the TV, it scares them. Because if you're not hallucinating, things like that don't happen. And if you do hallucinate, well, then that's... I'm very sorry to hear that if you do have those kinds of... You know, they have warnings on movies for a reason. If there's certain kinds of images that are going to traumatize you. But should the scene be removed. I'd like to know the intent of the scene. And if it just happened to be firefighters. I mean, somebody could really be reading into this thing. Or, Michael Myers is never, as a, never meant to be a hero, but people could say, you can't idolize Michael Myers, but people wear shirts and stuff, but if Michael Myers is going around killing firefighters, that's just another reason to be scared of him, or that's another reason to really, really fully hate him. So I'm just curious to know what the intent of Michael Myers killing the firefighters in the fire. Okay, uh, something very interesting um, for the first in the history of the Some Other Useless podcast. What you heard before was the uh, first part uh it was recorded yesterday. This is now recorded a day later. And um, usually I don't record like that. And it's a good thing that I kind of did. At the same time, had I done all this all in one show, my opinions obviously would have kind of sounded different at the beginning of this. I, I do stick by how I feel about petitions, so I don't really think that they can hold up. It depends on, I guess, what you're trying to fight for. This is a movie. 
and you're always going to have more fans that are for it than people against it. But in the first part, I was explaining the petition to remove a scene about the firefighters from the Halloween Kills, not fully knowing what the scene was. And probably for those of you out there who have started listening to the first part of the show, and I kept saying I hadn't seen it yet, I have now seen it. And I did not know that it was the opening um, segment to the trailer. And um, I gotta tell you, you know, my first opinion, I'm not for, you know, the killing of firefighters, obviously. Uh, but I was kind of going to go more towards the um, idea of everybody has the right to their own opinion and speaking of, you know, art and however you wanted to depict things. And horror movies are horror movies. I mean, if you, you could break it down like that, horror movies are bad, scary things. And if you're scared of them, there's a reason why you're scared. It gets you to your core. It, you find something relatable, and it scares you. You're terrified of it. And as I covered before, the supernatural stuff can't happen. But when it gets pretty close to home of things that could happen, I watched the clip, and it is unnecessary. Um, it's scary. Um, I'll give you that as a entrance to Michael Myers, but um, when I first read the petition, I didn't understand the circumstances. I just figured that firefighters would try and save him. I didn't know the extent. I just thought he would let them burn in the house, and I thought that was bad. And um, but he really sadistically does things to these firefighters, and um, yeah, it's kind of inexcusable. Um, like I said, I stick by my opinion of petitions. The movie's already out. Um, can't do anything about it. I saw somebody streaming it on TikTok um, illegally last night. It's bad. Um, I watch movies knowing that everything's fake, right? But depictions are important, right? Depictions to a story that's untrue. Depictions that are that are true. If something's not true, you can still depict something that's somehow real in a way. This is not based off anybody's life. But to see firefighters die like that, that's bad. Um that would go like that that would not fly. If that was cops, that would instantly not fly. It is just, you know, uh, uh, another opinion I was going to have about it. Because the petition of the of the by the person, it doesn't have that many signatures at all. Um, I don't know how the article got out there, um, but it, it did pop up for me to see it. It hasn't even reached five hundred signatures yet. And the person I said was going to be a firefighter, and turns out his family he comes from a long line of firefighters, probably well into the nine eleven years. So. Um, and uh, in the first part, I said that imagery like that would not exist right now. And I still think, because of the world that we live in with uh, about the police, how we look at different kinds of views on each side, firefighters 100% save lives, put their lives on the line. I do not... Man, I, when I first visualized it, I just thought that he was just going to let him burn. And I thought, that, yeah, that would be bad. 
and the person's petition was kind of like, can he not do that and just let the just let him go in there and kill his sister? And I was going to speak on. So the guy behind the petitions not against violence; he's just against violence versus um, firefighters. But you know, after watching that clip, I couldn't watch the rest of the trailer. Um, I wanted to prepare for this, and I just didn't want to spend more time watching the trailer. But he doesn't need to do what I saw he do. What him do? I don't know if you've seen the trailer yet, but he doesn't need to do it in that way. Um, the firefighters don't know what they're getting themselves into. I guess they're lured to the house. That's what's that's what's listed in the petition. He's lured to the house, and then he kills the firefighters. But he does it in a way that is just unnecessary. I can't believe it. I, I, I was going to do a completely different part on this, and it's a good thing I I should have watched the clip before. But I didn't really... I, I, I thought I had a sense of it. I thought I had a sense of what was going on, but I didn't really know that he just like sadistically murders the firefighters. Doesn't just let them burn. He picks them up and throws them. So, yeah. That's... I can't excuse that. I don't know... The petition's not going to get out there very far. I feel sorry for the person making the petition because, you know, I began the show with, you have your opinion, I have mine. Sometimes your opinion can override mine. And this is going to be an instance where this person's opinion is going to get overridden by <laughs> the opposite. They're trying to do something good. And you know, like I said, I, I was never into the Michael Myers movies. And trying to think back of the Freddy Krueger stuff, he did some really bad things. But you know, nothing that anybody really got really upset about. It was too goofy, you know? He, things are stretching, people are turning into things, he's turning into things. It, it just, it, it gets too, on a level that takes you out of what you're seeing. You automatically know that what you're seeing is fake. But what Michael Myers did, um, I mean, I don't know if the movies have always been really, really hardcore in your face. Like, of course, you're going to have a killer going around, but I thought that Michael Myers had this supernatural thing to him, too. He's, like, called the shape or something. I, I never got into this. I know... Is is that... Isn't Michael Myers the shape? I don't think it's Jason. I think it's Michael Myers. I never got into Friday the 13th. And never got into Halloween. But I know enough about... When people have opinions of... Films or TV shows that are out there. More times than not... If a person creates a petition that is against something... I, for whatever reason, I'm against that, you know. I remember years ago when the Muppets came to ABC uh, for a show that was different than the Muppets movies. They just got back off their reboot from the movie, but then they're going to have their own show. People wanted that show removed. Uh, there have been religious shows that come into play. Hannibal, people would write letters to, to get these violent, get these you know, um, sexual content different kinds of things out of the homes. And now it's just more out there more and more because of these apps and things. And, you know, aside from the violence of Hannibal and whatever, but a lot of the things like if, if somebody's against, you know, gay couples on a show and then uh, a whole group of people wants to take that down, I'm more like, you know, open to everybody, so I'm against that petition. You know, I'm against a lot of these petitions that are out there because what these people... I feel I don't ever feel sorry for the person that's making the petition because their opinion is the opposite of mine. But in this instance, 
you know, I kind of wish I had more power to do something about this because I don't think it's going to... Like I said, the movie's out. People can see it. People can stream it illegally, apparently. Uh, but so, yeah, I, I, I did not like what I saw. Um, as a filmmaker, um, never got into the horror movies. I mean, as I said at the end of the first part, a horror movie is going to scare you. You're going to have that. You're going to have traumatic things that can be really get you, get you moments. But that was just a, like, unneeded. Like you have, I, I can only assume that that's like, I don't know if that's the opening of the movie or the ending of the movie because Jamie Lee Curtis is yelling, let it burn, let it burn. So there is a setup of, okay, the house on fire. I, I don't know the circumstances. He lured them, the, 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 the house catches on fire, Michael Myers is getting ready to die, which, everybody roll your eyes on that one, he's going to die, really? There's another one coming out called Halloween Ends, so he's not going to die, folks. So all these firefighters out there are for nothing. And it probably is like the scariest, scariest thing of actually seeing firefighters die, but it's bad. It's, you know, I, I, I can't excuse it. And before I saw the clip, I wasn't going to fully excuse it. I was just going to more open it end on the person that made the petition wasn't against violence. But the person does have a point. And I just feel sorry for the person's not going to get the point across, you know, because we, we live in the world where everything is more about money and you're going to not take the scene out because it's going to draw more attention to it. People are going to flock more. People can watch a movie for whatever it is. And if you overthink movies, there's a reason to that, I think. There's a reason why you go into a movie. You, you either want to have escapism. We can just completely just uh, sit down in the theater and just shut off and just... Enjoy the movie for whatever it is. And these horror movies, it's probably kind of hard to do that, but it's still, you're, you're kind of dissing yourself from reality because you're not putting yourself in that circumstance. You're watching these characters act it out, but maybe maybe in a few scenes, you're visualizing how that would feel if that was you. This is like, because the person made the point in the petition that, you know, Firefighters do die because of psychos like that. So, obviously, this is like a real moment. And that's what meant a lot to this person that started this petition. And I don't see the movie. I, I was going to leave it open-ended of asking everybody, should the scene be removed? And I can only assume, yeah, fans are going to say, yeah, keep it in, keep it in. Because it adds to the story. It adds to all this and stuff. But some people are not going to like it. It's just, it, it, I mean, it, it irked me. I, <laughs> I never liked Michael Myers, and this isn't going to make me see it. It, it. it really isn't. I've actually met one of the Michael Myers from the Rob Zombie version, Tyler Mayne. He's a nice guy in real life. I don't know who the new Michael Myers is, but... So I, I've met these people behind these, the scenes of these bad, bad movies. I mean, it's, it's interesting when you go to these horror movies and uh, these horror conventions, you see kids walking around. They're into it. That's good and that's bad. Because if you get kids early in on the idea that everything you see in the movies is fake and everything that you see is fake, you also have to know not to do these things. Like you, when you're growing up in school and they say, don't do drugs and, and you know, uh, don't carry a gun, don't shoot people, don't, don't, and then you go to other places and it's like, well, we we allow people to carry guns for protection, 
but you have to know the difference between protection and going insane and recreating what you see in the movies. Somebody mimicking Michael Myers. If you if you know how to if you, you can get kids early on and let them know that everything they see is fake. That goes with kids who work on horror movies. I mean, it, it could either be damaging to their health or who or who knows. But you you don't want your kid growing up violent, and if they know this stuff is fake, then that's I guess okay. But it, it is kind of weird of watching. You know, I think I saw the other day on Drew Barrymore show. A girl was excited to run over there and see Michael Myers, and and Drew Barrymore even was kind of thought that was weird of you know who is letting her see these movies, and that's what that's you know again the world we live in, where kids are having access to all these kinds of uh, things that are not necessarily good. It's always been like that. It's always been like you know don't uh, mimic what you see on TV. There's too much violence on. There's always been too much violence on TV. It's just now getting more and more violent. These movies are still are, but the changing of the parents is the the parents now that are um, in charge of these um, four-year-olds five-year-olds up to 13 years old they're like my age they're they they're the same ones that grew up with me so those are the parents now letting these kids go to these movies and it's like would i let my kid i don't have any kids but if i had a kid would i let them watch these movies I'd, I'd want their brain to be fully developed so they know what's going on and know going into a movie. If this movie is scary and you close your eyes, or if you go to bed at night and you have a nightmare because this movie wrecked your brain, we'll never do it again. But I don't know what the, the switch is where a kid goes, no, I, I'm, I'm okay with watching it. Like some kids can watch Deadpool with no problem. And it absolutely blows my mind that parents would let kids... I mean, they don't care anymore. Parents are going back and forth every day choosing what they care about. And they could say, yeah, for their, for their child's safety, we're not going to do this. Even though we should do this. And then if it gets into movies, you go, well, I can care less because it's just a movie. You know? And they could be around all those, those F-words and everything because, you know, maybe they grew up in a household with F-words. That's, that's just how they talk, so... So our movies these days, even even though they're getting more and more hardcore, the kids are getting younger, the parents are my age, and they grew up in an era right at the cusp of our movies becoming really, really big R movies. Because at one time, that wasn't the key demographic. You didn't, Studios didn't want to make R movies. If you made an R movie... And you set your records, that's great. You had your franchises here and there, Beverly Hills Cop, Die Hard. You had movies that really succeeded at always being R. But that was that genre. And then once, like, uh, Four-Year-Old Virgin and Wedding Crashers came in to be in these full-on, hardcore, R-rated comedies, it really changed the game of audience and audiences are flocking to rated R movies more than they are PG-13. And then your PG-13 movies always kind of border the line. So it's a good thing a lot of these horror movies are R. And I'm always kind of surprised by when I see this really, really scary movie and it's PG-13. And that just tells me that they want to scare you to a certain point, but they don't want to be sadistic about it. They don't want to be demonic about it. Maybe it plays with your mind a little bit, but it doesn't make you sick to your stomach. But all the it's have to be R. All the majority of the Stephen King movies have to be R.
a lot of your horror movies have to be this because they go for that effect. They go for that ultimate scare. Sometimes they can just instantly turn people away just because it's R. But, like I said, the change in the times of the kids, I don't think ratings really matter. I, I really don't. You know, once Pixar movies started being PG, I don't think ratings really mattered because your parents are always in charge of their um, what the kids are allowed to watch. From, from beginning to end of G, PG, PG-13, and R. Your parents are with you on all those ratings. Your, your parents are listed in that little box. So it just, more and more, parents are trusting their kids to watch these things. And it's like, they go back and forth with protecting their children. It's very, it's a very mixed up world. I wouldn't know what to do if I had a kid that I said, okay, so to stay healthy, everybody, um, you know, to make a political quick second, you know, of the vaccine, because I have mentioned the vaccine before on the show. Say, so we're going to, we're going to be a family that takes the vaccine and watch out for the safety of others. But, you know, you can go out and watch a movie. You could watch all these things that get into your brain and could turn, turn you into a possible killer. Don't turn into a possible killer. But I'm going to allow you to have access to these things that maybe it'll sit in the back of your mind because you don't know people's brains are different. How they take in information. So, so yeah, I was really surprised by the show that I was going to record today. Um, it's going to get on there a little late, later than how I usually post the second show for the week. But I recorded one part on one day and recorded, obviously, now on a different day. And, um... Yeah, it's just, it's bad, you know. And I know it's a movie. People are going to throw it in, Michael Myers, whatever. But I just want people to know that this stuff is going to get to people. And I just, I, every movie I see, I go, is that necessary? You know, do they have to do it that way? And when I watched that Michael Myers scene, like I said, didn't watch the rest of the movie, didn't watch the rest of the trailer. And I have no interest in watching the rest of these movies. Um, it was unnecessary. And if, if the point was to ultimately, like, whoa, you know, he kills firefighters now. Michael Myers don't care. He never cared. He never cared. He's just getting more and more sadistic is the main word that I, I want to attribute to this character. I don't know what the other movies are. It's just a fine line. I was going to stand up more for artists and everything, but I know these two parts are different, but I wanted these shows, I wanted this show to be, I guess, unique. I didn't know I was going to go into this direction. I should have watched the clip before, but I thought I, I thought I didn't need to. I thought it was just a little blip. I didn't realize it was like the setup of something. Um, but yeah, you know, if you watch the trailer, just in the opening thing, that's what you see. And it gets to people. It's going to get to people. Like I said, because of petitions, it's not getting through to enough people. Because in this, in this instance, as odd as it is, you're going to have more people that are horror fans stand up for the filmmakers and say, no, it, it needs to be in there because Michael Myers is bad. And we know he's bad. You know, we know that. But I tell you, he doesn't need to pick up a firefighter like that and do that. He doesn't. He could. He should just. If he just let them burn, that would have been bad. You know, I wouldn't have stood by that at all. Like if they go in there and try to save him, 
Like he reaches out his hand and they don't know. For one thing, they probably don't know who they're saving. But then they find out, oh, they saved Michael Myers. They saved the guy who kills people. Well, maybe the firefighters wouldn't have gone in there to do it. But guess what? Firefighters probably have an oath like policemen where they just go in there and they protect everybody. And that's what the petition is about. Firefighters risk their lives. And th this person did not appreciate that Michael Myers was killing the very people that were going to save him. But you can't really save Michael Myers. But the same, the same point does come across that... Yeah. So... I'll leave it there, and, um, you know, you can think of what you want about petitions. Let me know if you do know of any petitions that have reached a certain point that actually you do know that, yeah, we got enough signatures, and we actually did get something through. Um, because you can have your political things uh, just as much you go around trying to get signatures to get something passed or, or bring attention to something. I just don't ever see, I, I hardly ever hear on the news where they say, and we got our signatures, and they're going to do this. They're going to give in to that. I mean, I think at one time, there, there's different parts, like Will Ferrell was supposed to be Ronald Reagan, I think. And a lot of people were just tweeting about them not wanting him to be it. I don't think somebody created a petition, but he later stepped down from it. And then I think at one time, Amy Schumer was going to be Barbie. And then she got a whole bunch of flack. So she stepped down from that, I think. I don't think that's going to come to light anymore. But those weren't petitions. So I'd like to know if there's any petitions out there that got the attention and it actually worked. Because sometimes there's these shows that get saved by other networks. And that's what I'm going to probably talk about in the next show is more reboots. And one interesting reboot... I don't have a lot to say about some of these things because one is a show that I never really saw, but they want to revive it. But it's going to be another network that revives it. So that's the desperation of these networks. Not only are they changing, but they just, they're just they using the same ideas and they're just handing them off to people. So we'll, we'll talk about different things. That would go into different kinds of stories that I know over the years of, of different studios out there that have passed on ideas. So um, thank you for listening. You can catch us on Google, Apple, Anchor.fm, uh, Breaker. And we'll be, we'll be back soon uh, next week with uh, new episodes and hopefully cover uh, reboots that are made for talking, uh, which will be like part three in what I've done with that. So thank you for listening. And yeah, I'll uh, catch you later. Bye, everybody. You just listened to the Some Other Useless Podcast with Richard Wigand. I did it. I did it. I killed the Halloween character Michael Myers. <laughs> this whole time, nobody's thought to cut off his arms or his legs. He can't get very far with no arms or legs. What you dumb dumb's been doing the past 43 years?